0: Dude, I had like a burrito this weekend
1: (sighs) Welcome to the T-Dub Hub For the week of Monday (laughs) I should have looked that up earlier Welcome to the T-Dub Hub For the week of Monday, March 4th There you go 2013 How is everyone doing? Are you all enjoying your day? I am. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. The sun's out, so it's, that's awesome. Oh, it's this beautiful sunny. I hope it's still sunny tomorrow when you guys r- r- receive this podcast. <laughs> it's BC. It won't be. Nope. Hey. This is deceiving. It's think, so
2: cold out.
1: It's... Think positive. Yeah. All of you.
2: The, it'll be it's rainy. A, <laughs> no. <laughs> it won't be rainy. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that
3: better? It'll be... Yes. Okay. That was much better. Thank you. So, what hey, Amy... Can, and hey, Dave, hey, Brandon, yeah, Brandon, Americans, Colorado. right? Yeah. America. <laughs> What's their deal? They I don't know. Think man, they're
4: so free.
3: They're not. No. They're no. held by chains More of like oppression. Land They've of
4: the just... <laughs> not free.
3: Home of
0: the chains. <laughs> it's a boot Freaks. time. They get their act
1: together. Yeah. Eh? Eh? I feel sorry for them. <laughs> oh. that was... That was like a Lower Mainland joke. There's a double whammy. That was I a know, double whammy. I feel Surrey for all the people. Sorry, you can sorry. almost call it
0: a double-double whammy.
1: That don't... <laughs> oh, that's good. Ooh, thanks. Oh, wow. Dave Schaffner, ladies and gentlemen. Now we right. made fun of Americans. So yeah. so my my guests today... Dave, do you have Twitter? Yeah, I do. I don't ever check it, though. All right. Neither do Amy and Brandon. Okay. Um, <laughs> sitting directly across from me in the cross-legged pose on the carpet of Robson level two lounge-ish area is the lovely Dave Schaffner. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Dave Schaffner, you can find him on Twitter at... Dave Schaffner. At Dave Schaffner. It's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Pretty self-explanatory. We'll put him on our on our blog. And to to Dave's right is Amy Dower. That's me. <laughs> Amy Dower has been on the program one time before. Uh, the, the lovely Amy Dower. The lovely Amy Dower. Amy Dower and Dave Schaffner may or may not be in a relationship.
4: May not be.
0: <laughs> if the rumors are true,
1: <laughs> then they have been in a relationship for a while now.
0: Yikes. I will ni- neither confirm nor deny any information on this topic cool. at this time.
1: You can't get that out of this. You can could, you, you could find, <laughs> you, you <could> find Amy <laughs> Dower at Facebook. <coughs> <laughs> Let's <Twitter>. be honest. <laughs> but you'd have to add you as a friend, and what about all of our listeners I in China that like you don't actually know? Are you oh, gonna add them all? It's
0: Mostly Middle East. I usually <laughs> get Middle Eastern men, not really
1: China. Oh okay, but <laughs> no, all, of our, all of our all of our Chinese <laughs> listeners. Oh, like who listen to the show? They're gonna be like, oh, Are I'm gonna, gonna add. Are you No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> my first roommate was Chinese.
1: Well, my roommate is from Hong Kong right now. Cool. And I really. Does he listen to your podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Unless my podcast is World of Warcraft, I don't think it. he's ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Okay. Now you're just so. discriminating geeks, man. What, what kind of a hate program is this? <laughs> yeah. What this is it hateful? I'm sorry. Ah. I'm sorry. So, so sorry. So, um, Amy, say my roommate listens to the podcast. And he's like, oh, Amy Dower, I want to find her on the internet. Are you going to add him on Facebook? You don't even know him.
4: Okay, well, generally, if you're going to add me on Facebook, then you put a little message. It's like, hey, I'm Eric's roommate. Or whoever you are. <laughs> okay,
1: <into me>. <laughs> or Eric's if you, roommate.
4: Oftentimes, if the, if the network says, like, Trinity Western University, I'll just add them because hmm. I'm like, I might meet you one day. That'd be awkward. <laughs> like...
1: Uh, Might as know. well know all about me. First. I want the
4: whole campus to know that I'm extremely friendly.
1: Okay. Okay. So I All right. You can find Amy Dower on Facebook. Or Tumblr. Or Tumblr. Let's be but not <laughs> Twitter at Amosy Doodle.
4: I won't check it. <laughs> we'll not
1: do she that. will. I've tweeted her before Actually and she's okay, replied. If you
4: tweet me, I will respond. So
1: tweet at her and we'll get her on Twitter and then we. Yes. C- Did I tell
4: yeah. you my dream about social media? took over my
1: life. Was that can a dream or just yesterday? No,
0: it was No. <laughs> <laughs> just yesterday. Okay, hey. sitting to the left
1: <laughs> to the left of of Dave Schopfer and my right in this little half circle that we have squatted on the floor is the lovely, the incredible, adorable. the adorable Brandon manly. Bates.
3: Brandy. Hi everyone. I'm adorable, manly and lovely <laughs> at the same time. Oh, let's just <laughs> brag and about it, All right. And
1: he can take compliments. Oh, I can take... And he's a brunette. Now yep. So at... How's you that can find so him on Twitter, so at bbait88. Yep.
3: Um, I actually... I also pose as Nicolas Cage most of the time on Twitter, Nicholas so Cage. if you just send a tweet at him, I'll probably end up getting
2: it. <laughs> so. Oh, boy. <laughs> just um, just, just go for much that. much <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so it's pretty fun. I had a
4: question for Brandon. I want him to answer in front of the world. How is it, if you dyed your head brunette, that your sideburns mm. are growing in brown?
3: I don't know. My body's kind of adapted this whole brunette lifestyle. So, like, <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I brood for, like, <laughs> like at least ten minutes. Hey, man, welcome to the dark side. Right. Well, I, 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 I didn't know anything about this. Well, at least this. the I darker side. You know, I so didn't yeah. realize it was so dark <laughs> on this side. But, you know, I, and then I cry. At for at least 5 minutes after I brood and then and then I go on with my day and I'm you know Tickless. I'm kind of I'm more mysterious now I, I wear hoods on my hoodies more yeah, often yeah. Mm. Uh, but I'm still I'm still I'm still cheerful you can still say hi to me I'll I'm, <laughs> I, I might I might I might say hi back I I, I guess I don't know <laughs> You have to ask other people I guess I, you know I was blonde then I dyed my hair red now I just
4: scream
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I really Okay brood red does does it does it really change no if you your are naturally
4: blonde and you dye your hair your personality changes drastically you are no longer a dumb blonde
0: yeah, you're walking yeah. around
4: going what am i and then you just like suction cup to anything you can find he broods he's brunette he's broods i dye my hair red <laughs> i just feel angry so
1: you just all just
4: the red. time
1: you just get, she says with a mask. dave has a knife face. i'm just <laughs> whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Dave, why are you picking at your fingers with your knife? I didn't have any nail clippers. Oh. That's weird.
0: Sorry. It's, it's Did your nails it's gone gone You know what? You, you know, okay. I just got back from a great retreat put on by the psychology department. And we spent three day, uh, a day and a half up in, um, at Blue Lake Lodge. So, I've been in the wilderness, so I feel this affinity towards Knives and being manly oh, and in nice. the woods, so mm. I love oh that. I'm my. still kind of getting getting
1: out of that. I feel manly after I watched the musical Into the Woods, which is <gasps> I'm pretty sure is the same thing. I
0: watched it <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I, I believe it is. I feel like it's this it's the exact this same, can as much yes. man cred watching that Broadway musical.
1: we
4: to a really good Broadway recorded version of it? Because I watched yesterday with
1: Eleanor. Do you have a YouTube link? Yeah. Well, then of course. It's not YouTube. It'll be on our blog. Nice. What's okay. our blog, Amy? dot
3: tumblr.com.
1: No! Blogspot! Blogspot!
3: Blog. Oh. Blog. Oh. 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 But,
1: but, I failed. But valiant effort. Thank, thank you. Scary. I should really really <laughs> quiz these people before I let them on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I just walked into a room and I got <laughs> on. So That's true. It was going to be just Amy and Brandon and then Dave came back from this retreat and we're like, Dave! Join us, huh. uh, and I jumped in. Jumped in, literally, head over head over heels, head Amazing. over heels. I, like I never understand generalist. that phrase, head over heels. Isn't your head always over your heels? Like, wouldn't it be heels over head if you dive into, into something?
4: Trick. Like, wait, hold on.
1: like. She's uh, gonna what? perform it,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Let's. In
4: my head. <laughs> something <laughs> happened. But that was heels Adam. over head. Head
0: over heels. Oh.
3: Head over heels. Think about it. He's right.
0: Yeah.
1: I. I am not knowledgeable I enough will to comment. The
4: meaning, the etymology mm.
1: the phrase. Maybe we'll post a link to that on our Tumblr too, yeah. on our blogspot. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Might as well just make it a Tumblr since that's what everyone <laughs> thinks it is. I think it had to be either Blogspot or a WordPress in order to get the whole Which podcasty like thing. Tumblr? Tumblr,
4: Blogspot.
1: That's a great debate. Blogspot is is <laughs> the most accessible right now, mm-hmm. like because it's Google, like it's just it's the most it's the easiest to figure out. It's the simplest, most basic. WordPress is the most professional, <laughs> I think, and Tumblr is the most fun and easy to get followers.
4: Yeah, Tumblr I found very difficult to know what to do when yeah. I first got it. It's just so confusing, but now they made it easier. Yeah, but it's still just like I don't understand.
1: And also, Tumblr it it's more of a microblog than a blog. Yeah. Like, it, p- some people use it as a full blog, and they like write out like Brandon, pages okay. and pages. No, no, no. What? Brandon's yeah. usually pretty brief. No, no, no. Oh, do you blog, it. Brandon?
4: I was What's I was th- referencing to that Brandon uses I blog.
1: It as a full blog. Oh wow! I feel definitely I like the odd sexy. man yeah. out. You got to speak up. Some people some like, people use Tumblrs people. to write. To write like their weeks Essays, events, kind of like you know, piece. out and then I'm they're oh, I'm in my defunders. feed and I'm scrolling yeah. through and I'm like I'm not I'm sorry produce. I'm not gonna read that no, I know. I'll click I the heart this. you know for honestly, effort honestly
4: I don't read more than like a paragraph Unless it's Brandon I'm just going to love yeah no, Brandon
1: I usually I, read I everything Brandon I says I can't
4: read you don't but read my okay, blog thing, you don't have a blog not the
0: point it's the <laughs> point.
4: okay Brandon actually writes things that are interesting but honestly if you have a Tumblr and it's on my newsfeed, and like there's Okay, there's like a newsfeed of like a fun little gif that's like ah and then like a picture and then this and there's so many exciting things and then like words. <laughs> I'm not gonna read it <laughs> unless you're
1: Brandon. Oh. If you're if you're Brandon
3: we'll we'll read it all. So be Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> is that the is that the moral we, we're if going we for? Here, anything I, <laughs> I feel kind of uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> how to be blog. <laughs> How to Be an Effective Tumblr blogger. Be Brandon Bate. I
4: think I think if Dave had a blog, it would just be like facial
1: expressions. Oh, <laughs> Dave, can you start that? A blog on facial we'll call expressions. It like Dave faces? That really doesn't Dave help Dave? for podcasts, Dave. you know? Dave's. Like faces. Davez. Faces. I don't know. Dave's is um, <laughs> Faves. Faves. Oh yeah. Dave faces. Oh man, faves. My faces Dave, of Dave's. Dave faces face. of fave Dave faces. Fave faces of. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is so great. You're sure. Yeah. I want to, but make a different. Yeah, but actually, just like just like a webcam shot of you guys your should face. see the faces going on <laughs> actually. right now. Oh if you and if you keep if you keep the if you keep the oh these yeah. you, 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 ladies and gentlemen you're missing out. So
4: much is said. Um,
1: but but abs. if you if you can capture it with the right proportions. In like and and have your face centered in the webcam. At the end of the year, you can make like a Faces of Dave calendar, you know, and we can see the progression. The (laughs) flip kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't
0: know if you'd want to see the progression of my face (laughs) through a year. I don't know if I would want to see my progressions of faces through the year. Oh man, dear God, it would be all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Bolt, what happened there? I don't know. I, I think it's good. You have an exciting
4: face.
0: That's the nicest
2: thing I've said about you in public. That, so that is the nicest
0: thing you, to the world, even. I wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. got That's all easier. tingly. Get Could a be... room, guys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what you want you Oh, my god. Uh, oh, okay. you know, we're <laughs> in the middle of a podcast. Sorry. Hold <laughs> on.
1: Uh, you guys go wow. to Spaces? Yes! Yes, oh Spaces.
0: Oh, I was on a psychology
3: up, club <laughs> retreat. Um, <laughs> oh No, no
0: I did not. It was
3: amazing, though. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. really good.
4: Hannah Alexandria Waswa Mm -hmm. I know She read her poem And it was amazing Um, Yeah
0: Which poem was it?
4: The one about the wolves And the kids
0: Oh that is a fantastic Like Mm -hmm. I remember (gasps) I should have brought it I I remember Now I didn't go to spaces But I have read this poem And I remember when Hannah first handed it to me um, It took me at least Two or three read throughs To like actually Have Feel like I had any Grasp of it because it was just such an impactful piece that it took me by surprise. I didn't expect yeah, it at first. Yeah. And after about the second reading, I, you realize how much depth you're missing almost.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was wonderful. It's a wonderful piece. But
4: hers and um, uh, the one about the hockey.
0: Mm-hmm. By it? Bethany Roy. Bethany, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. It was something French. Uh, uh, King I, of the
4: Rink. King of I Rink. Rink. I don't know any French. We're American. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but it was so fun. And... <clears throat> um, oh, uh, Christoph Sands was not there, but Justin Pulson oh. read for him, and yeah. it was uh, like bored Bonaparte bakes bread or something like yeah, it, something. in exile, bakes bread. In exile, oh my bakes gosh, bread. it was so fun, so great. If you guys want a copy of Spaces, find me; I will lend it out,
3: or, or just board. go buy one.
1: Talk to Bethany Roy; yeah. she'll definitely get you a copy. Uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> but no, it was a great night. It you know, so fun. it was just, it was such a fun way to spend an evening. What I, was that? Uh, two or three opened up. Yeah, um, it is I so I, fun, I have drums. loved their music ever since they, I, since last year they played a show in the atrium for free mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I forget exactly what they played it for, but I, I
1: I love their style. Yeah, they're really really great. I'm a I'm a fan.
4: What is the name of the girl in the band?
1: Catherine. I love her. Catherine Affleck. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's she's she- adorable
4: it's just like when she performs there's so much passion and she's got that tambourine and then when she went over to the drums mm-hmm. oh man that's always fun
1: right so, she was that's the bees it. right it was On amazing the song, the bees. I not think so mm-hmm. when she just like
4: it like da, da 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 da
1: my favorite song lately by them has been um uh a critic second. critic
4: how do you know these songs by them
1: they announce them every uh right before they play them
4: right yeah. but I mean okay do you know any of um, their other songs are, yep. are they online the bees
1: they have they have their, uh, their music video for their song, The Bees, on YouTube, what? and they have the music video for their song, their single last year, their demo for a uh, song, Not Sure. Um, oh, yeah. Such yeah, a song. such a beautiful song. Well, this
3: is a good, good set of way, isn't it? Um, yes. For their, for their opening release party. Yeah. For their, um, their new EP is coming
1: out. Um, it's entitled Resolve, I believe.
3: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: The release party's March eighth at Murrayville Hall in Langley that's at free. seven PM. It's free and you can get merch. Langley. You might even be able to get a t shirt with a bee on it. I oh, have the feeling cute. that they are selling T shirts with bees on them. I hope so. I just have the picture of it in my well, mind. Are so. we talking
0: like live bees here? <laughs> like just yeah, crawling they around. Like, on they like, they, <laughs> put, yeah, a, like, they that put a queen Nicholas bee like on the center meeting. of the
1: bee of the shirt and uh-huh. then like just bees just swarm to it and you just wear it around.
0: Okay. All right. That's cool.
1: I hope not. And then, but you get free honey. You'd be like, "Oh, I'm hungry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some, some of this honey." honey that's, my that's just sitting on my shirt. And, and then sensual. bears,
3: <laughs> bears like come and maul you, and you're like, "Well,
1: <laughs> no, dude. Bears eat beets." <laughs> bears <laughs> beets. That was our to Bears, can, uh, whoa, whoa, bears whoa. come. Bears <laughs> come. you started with and you're the like, office. "Well, <laughs> at least I have this T-shirt." We're gonna, uh, we're gonna post. We're gonna be playing a song from two or three. <laughs> it's gonna be legit. Sweet. sweet, sweet. And the new Atlas played. New Atlas played well, at we Spaces. We all danced. And it was
4: awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah. Random dance party happened. That was a lot of fun. I've decided that the new Atlas is the new awesome. Yeah. So, whenever you think something's cool, you'd just be like, "Man, that's so Atlas." Oh yeah. You know, mm, it like was you Atlas, know, man. you feel the, you feel my vibes. Yes. So?
4: Hub is one Atlas podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, but only because that band is so awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I totally Atlas know. for words. Yeah. Oh,
4: jeez. <laughs> Pretty good. Wow. Yeah. So, I was saying earlier how I have a huge girl crush on Jody. I think she knows this, so it's okay.
0: Uh, she does now. I don't know. I think I've told yeah, her. Jody,
1: I Jody well, yeah, Jody listens. She really I, like, knows sometimes now. Sometimes
4: I just see her, and I'm like, oh, like, I hate myself. I just want to be her. And you then, really? like, I go up and talk to her, because that's my way of conquering my fear, the fact that she's, like, way cooler than me. And then she's like, I enjoy your presence. And then I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? Like... So it's meaningful. when like someone so you meaningful. love so much actually is like you're cool. You're like I don't know what to do, and then I just kind of stare at her.
1: <laughs> I know what you mean. Do you? Yeah, for sure.
4: Who's your crush,
1: my my your crush?
4: Celebrity crush? Trinity. Celebrity? Well,
1: I had that with Brandon the first the first semester. Oh well, yeah. Oh. So I was always like, oh, I don't talk to Brandon, but I don't know. Yeah. No, I
4: feel like people <laughs> are like, oh my gosh, Brandon. Like, oh, he's on stage all the time And, like, he's been everything But, like, talk to him, people Yeah,
1: there you go That's a good point Some
4: people are introverts And don't appear that way on stage
1: I remember it was at the Christmas party And we were, like, hanging out We, like, had just talked You and I, Brandon Yeah And then you left And then I said Was it to you, Amy? I said to someone Oh, Brandon's so cool But I don't know if he thinks that I'm cool It was me It was me I want (laughs) to hang out with him (laughs) And then Amy was like you, what did you say? You remember? No. You were like, well, Eric, like actually, like a couple weeks ago, Brandon said to me like, I think Eric's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> and like I want to hang out with him, and I was like, no, oh, no way. I, like
4: set you guys up as friends. <laughs> yeah, you, kind of. Oh, oh, I love
3: that. matchmaker.
1: So he
4: matched
3: bro, friendship. bro, smaker. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> bro, matchmaker.
1: The matchmaker. Man Cupid will come down <laughs> with, like, really ripped chest and, like, biceps. <laughs> and
3: would, like, I, I'm, I'm shooting an arrow at these two. Are you talking
4: about me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bottom line, Jodie's really cool. Yeah. Jody's so Okay, I
4: don't just think she's cool because she, I'm like, oh, she's in a band. Like, I talked to her during Fiddler. She played the Fiddler. And she was just the most she humble that, yeah. and strong yeah. Christian. She just has so yeah. many, like, bright, brilliant things to say. Yeah. And... And she's so approachable. Yeah. Like, she'll just, like, you just go up to her, and you're like, oh, gosh, I think you're cool, but I'm, like, screwing this all up because I don't know how to talk to you. And then she just is like, cool. And then you're like, oh, wow, okay, that was easy. And she cares about people, and also I think she and Cam Reed are perfect together.
1: They are. i saying. Cam Reed is great, too.
4: Yeah, I know him less,
0: but...
1: Yeah. I, I think the moral here is... <laughs> we're already at the moral. We're level. all... Awesome people, mm-hmm. like us four. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and Jody. And Every, <laughs> so, the moral is the five of us. Okay, only f- only us four <laughs> and Jody are really cool. <laughs> Get to know us. And we are approaching. The moral is so that oh, nobody, oh. nobody thinks oh, okay. that they're, well, they're too they're cool. good. They're yeah. too good for everyone else. But everyone, everyone is. is I just <laughs> yeah, I I
4: think, or wait, nobody is okay. I you know, Jody doesn't really know that she's like as cool as I think she is, and I think that's because she's just herself and really humble and just like she's not trying to get into anyone's face. She just does what she loves, which is music, which just yeah. happens to be like amazing. Yeah, So do music would be
1: amazing.
3: Here's Oh hey, shameless plug by the way. Back by popular demand, the 1107 musical will be this upcoming Friday. Eighth? Friday, March 8th. Right after out.
1: the release party for two or three, uh, two or three. Oh. you can stop by 1107. And get some comedy. Get your music on. And uh, another thing that we have coming up in the show is an interview with uh, the lovely Danielle Neve and Shelby Wyminga oh, of like Emma... That. Part it's of the interview in, is in character. so uh, We'll be back after this lovely song by Two or Three. Thanks, our, thanks to our lovely hosts. You can find them on Tumblr.
4: Just find me in the real world.
1: Okay. You can find me in the real
0: world at uh, find, the how about R&T
1: this? building. Uh, Macmillan 202. Whoa, yeah. room wow, numbers. We're
0: Nope. No, no.
1: And how about this? Don't, don't be afraid to talk to us. Please. We're not that scary. In the words of regina specter people are just people it shouldn't make you nervous
2: fist and ring bring tears to bed Pack his things and paint them red. Girl, you are too young to wed. And you're only as good as the people you cuss and you bury. I know that you'll find that place instead. Say
1: guests are no strangers to the stage. Performing in various main stage and ensemble Samse theater shows, Danielle Neve finishing her final year here at TWU, while Shelby Wyminga is just barely getting started, wrapping up her second year of her five-year BFA intensive. They'll be playing Emma Woodhouse and Harriet Smith in the upcoming SAMC theater production of Emma. Here to talk about the roles in director Aaron Caleb's last show as a TWU faculty member are Danielle Neve and Shelby Wyminga. Good evening, ladies. Hello. (laughs) So before we get too far into uh, RP dialect, let's talk a little bit about what led you both up to this moment as Actors in the SAMC Theatre Program. Let's start with Danielle. Oh
5: my goodness. Um, I came to TWU because I wanted to do a degree in International Studies, oddly enough, and really liked the appeal of the Laurentian Leadership Centre, but theatre has always been a huge part of my life. Um, and so once I got here to my fir- for, for my first year, I knew that I needed to take an arts credit. So I thought, sweet, I can take one of the theater classes and just get it done and get the bug out and not have to worry about theater in my life anymore. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, well, fortunately, I suppose, I just fell in love with the program and fell in love with the people here. Uh, in my first year, I got cast in New Generations in This is a Play, um, and I just enjoy that experience so much, and was totally drawn in, and realized that I couldn't live without theater, <laughs> um, so I became a theater major, um, and have been pursuing theater fully ever since.
1: That sounds sounds like a sweet journey. Are you still interested in doing the LLC?
5: I am, actually. I just got accepted this week, so I yeah. will be going there next, or in the fall. I'm graduating this year with a double major, so theater and intercultural studies, and then... I'll be headed into the LLC in September.
1: Ottawa Victory Lab. Woo! <laughs> nice. Is there, is there a relationship between international studies and theater for you?
5: Um, I found, like, I'm in with intercultural studies now, and every day I'm so surprised at how interconnected they are because I found that like, theater is looking to, to individual people and looking how to communicate to people from different backgrounds and, and learning to get into people's minds and... Mm-hmm and, uh, I don't know, just not like, seeing where people come from truly and being able to not judge them just as we, like, as we take on new characters and we, we can't judge them because we have to portray them honestly. Yeah. Uh, and intercultural studies, I'm looking at just the grand scheme of things in a bigger picture, so learning how to do the same thing on a bigger scale and speaking to people across cultural barriers and across religious barriers even. And so I find that the, the two of them complement each other really well and I consider myself a bit of a left-brained artist, so I like being able to have the balance of my creative side in theater, but then also like, I don't know, I love studying and I love researching, and um, culture is really interesting to me, so I get the best of both worlds.
1: (laughs) Shelby, uh, what's your journey been like coming to TWU?
6: Well, okay, I came to TWU in my first year. I was a theater major to begin with, Um, I was I was pretty sad that that's what I wanted to do I got here and I started to see how demanding the program was (laughs) and I was like the nerve of these people Um, because theater is sort of like an all-encompassing kind of thing that it requires commitment and at first I was a little bit resistant to that and I was just dead I I was just like I'm not doing the BFA there is no way I'm gonna do that Um, because I didn't I was also um, I'm working on an art minor so doing so much in the arts and so much um, intensive, specific stuff was like, no way, I can't do that. And then I remember going into Aaron Caleb's office <laughs> sometime near the end of my first year, second semester, and I was like, so Aaron, I might want to audition for the BFA. <laughs> and he was like, okay, cool. Um, so I did that. Um, at that point, I decided I didn't, I still didn't want to be limited to acting, and I still don't want to be limited to only acting, but I definitely, it's something that I am passionate about, and it's the part of theater that I love the most, and, um, yeah, I want to do it professionally, and I want to work for that, and I'm passionate about art as well, so that's why I'm taking five years to do both. <laughs> cool. um, so, yeah, I, I auditioned for the BFA, I got in. So this is my first year doing the BFA degree specifically, and being in shows and that
1: kind of thing. So Danielle, did you audition for the role of Emma? I did. And so, what was your reaction when you when you got that role?
5: <laughs> um, I was pretty excited. I couldn't even believe it. Like I usually they take a couple days to get back to us, but they emailed us the cast list within a few hours of the audition. Oh, yeah. um, and so, um, I don't know. Like I. I did the audition, and I, I felt really good um, and really strong um, and just happy with my last kind of audition here at Trinity Western. Um, but at the same time, you just never know, right? Um, so I was nervous, but at the same time, I just, you know, I knew that, or one thing that I've learned at Trinity is that no matter what role I've ended up with, whether it was the one I wanted or one I wasn't expecting, like God has taught me so much through the, that experience, and it ends up always being what I need to do. Um, and so I just went into this process going, like, I know that I'll end up in the right place. Um, and that, yeah, maybe I won't get Emma, but, like, I know that if I get into this show, like, it'll be just the right thing for me. Um, but yeah, I got Emma, and I was ecstatic, and I called my mom, and I cried. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, it was just, um... It was super exciting, and also super overwhelming, because it's a show that is heavily on my shoulders, and um, and I've never had that experience before, um, with just playing this character that is the title role, and is on for every single scene <laughs> of wow. the whole show. Yeah. Uh, so it was overwhelming, and um, yeah, balancing theatre and school is always hard, so I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. and. Um, I also have to play the piano in the show and I like I took lessons when I was like four or five but I I didn't know how to play and so I taught myself basically uh, with the help of a bunch of friends uh, how to play this piece for the show wow. um, so yeah it was overwhelming but it has been just a wonderful journey and I am so thankful to be where I am at right now
1: <laughs> so good cool Shelby, can you tell us a little bit about your character Harriet?
6: Well, um, Harriet is pretty much the opposite of myself. Um, she's, she's 17, and she's very, she's come from... She's What's the really opposite known, of 17?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> 71? <laughs> yeah, you. there we go. Uh,
6: Shelby is 71. Exactly. In my, in my soul, I'm 71. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Harriet doesn't really know where she comes from. She doesn't know who her family is. She's grown up in a boarding school um, because her, her parents sort of left her there when she was an infant. We find out later in the book, not in the play, but we find out later in the book that um, she actually does have a family and they are people of fairly high standing, but they thought that she would benefit from not being associated with them through her growing up years. Um, so basically, she's at this point growing up, not really having um, a history or much of an identity. But she's very grateful for everything that she has. She's um, she's a total sweetheart. She's very, very innocent and very loving. And she becomes friends with Emma, mm. and she has a lot of adver- admiration for Emma. And she just she she so badly wants to do everything right, and she wants to have important. She wants to be loved and accepted, and Being friends with Emma is sort of her first chance at having a family and having a bunch of people around her who love her and sort of being up there in this high-class society that she's not used to, exactly. Mm But, yeah, she's... I love her. She's great.
1: Nice. Danielle, can you talk a little bit about Emma? Who is this? I can.
5: Emma. Uh, ah. Emma. How I love her. (laughs) She is a... uh, well, basically, she has... Um, her family is the highest, or has the highest standing in the the town of Hartfield, or Highbury. Sorry, the house is Hartfield, um, and she is a wealthy young woman who doesn't have very many worries in her life. Uh, she is like her her mother has uh, passed away when she was young, and so she's been raised by her father and a governess, and she's been wonderfully spoiled. <laughs> um, and, yeah, she's just a very, she's feisty, she is um, high-spirited and <laughs> gets a lot of ideas in her mind that may not be the truth, but she thinks are <laughs> pretty
0: good. Yep. Um.
5: So, yeah, like, uh, I just, I love, or something that attracted to me, or me, to Emma, uh, upon reading the book and, and reading through the script was just... Her journey of, um, I don't know. Her journey of pride. I think pride is something that we all struggle with to different degrees. And I, I just reading Emma's story and seeing how, um, like innocently, she is trying to, you know, match up her friends and uh, manipulate other people's lives, and she's doing it sincerely out of the desire to benefit her friends and and the people around her. But in the end, it does cause a lot of pain. Um, and just her journey of kind of going through these, this, these steps and, and thinking that she knows the right thing always and, and just her confidence in her own ability to discern is so strong even though it's misplaced but then just her story of how she, she becomes self aware and is humbled um, by the input of uh, people like Mr. Knightley who speak into her life and are like you know, yeah. you might not always be right.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and so that's just something that I love about Emma. I love her her spunk. I love that um, sometimes her mouth gets her into trouble. <laughs> um, you can't relate with
1: that at all. Obviously. No, no. no. <laughs> totally <laughs> unlike Danielle. Totally.
5: Uh, so yeah, I just, I think she is wonderful. And I, I was greatly intrigued because... Jane Austen um, is famously quoted as saying that uh, Emma is a character that nobody other than Jane Austen is going to really like. Yeah. Uh, and so it was interesting coming into the rehearsal process and having so many people just speak judgment about Emma because, yeah, she does meddle in other people's lives and stuff, but I was just like, I just love her so much because we're all like this, yeah. and we just don't realize it, right? Yeah. And she sincerely just doesn't, She doesn't know, and... Um, but she figures it out, and that's what I think I love most about her. Nice. So
1: now, 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 Emma is a character that nobody but Jane Austen and Danielle need <laughs> could Possibly. There you go. <laughs>
5: well,
1: I hope that by the end of the play, that other people like her too. Yeah.
6: <laughs> One of the things that's really I've been learning about Harriet that's been really cool is um, she comes in and she she looks up to Emma and she wants to be like her, and that's for me something that's easy to judge because Emma is so clueless in some ways. Um, and one of the one of the really great messages I get I guess of the story is that this idea of gentility and being a gentle man or gentlewoman mm-hmm. and having this high class standing, Emma sort of acts on this assumption that it's about your status, it's about your family, it's about who you're friends with and who you know. Mm-hmm. And Harriet is from this very humble place where she doesn't have any of that, she doesn't have a family, she doesn't know anyone, she's um, she's without all of those things, but she has humility, and she has this sense of gratefulness for what she has, and she has this, she knows where her place is, and she's modest, and what ends up happening is eventually, um, Harriet wants to elevate herself, and she wants to become more like Emma, and have the status, and have the have the class, but she she learns, and I think that maybe in some way she teaches Emma what gentility is really about, and that's about humility and modesty and mm. knowing who you are and knowing yourself and self-awareness, which is really cool because you don't usually associate innocence with self-awareness. Mm. And I think that's something that's really special about her because she is so innocent and not in a naive way. She's a very, very innocent person, but it comes from a place of knowing who she is and where she is.
1: School. cool. That's so great. So do you think we can have a conversation with these two lovely ladies? Certainly. Emma and Harriet? <laughs> I think that would be fun. All right. Um, well Emma Harriet, welcome.
3: <laughs> Hello. Welcome, Hello.
1: <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the T Dub Hub. The, the local newspaper. Um, oh, lovely. <laughs> thank you for taking the time to sit down with me in this interview. Could you enlighten me a little bit by talking about how the two of you know each other? What's your relationship like?
5: Well, dear Harriet and I have become friends in the past few weeks. My dearest friend, uh, Miss Taylor, has just been recently married to Mr. Weston, and so I have come to know Harriet through mutual friends, and I enjoy her company, I enjoy her high spirits, and (laughs) I think that she would benefit a lot from spending time with me and I hope to hopefully improve her status in life I suppose and yes I just I, tr- I love her as a sister and I I don't know. <laughs> yes Miss Woodhouse has been terribly gracious in
6: inviting me over to to Hartfield to learn from her and her family's so lovely <laughs> and it's just been it's been wonderful she's teaching me lots about reading and about the piano and about painting <laughs> and about all the people she's introduced me to some lovely people like mr elton mm-hmm. and mr knightley who's such a gentleman and all of the people around are just so they're so different and so
5: interesting. I love it. Yes, it is my heart's desire to just introduce her to as mm-hmm. many wonderful people as possible.
1: Yes, I've heard you're a matchmaker. <laughs> Emma, is there anyone that you're interested in?
5: Oh, no, not at all. I am determined never to marry. Really? Yes.
1: <laughs> is that her promise?
5: Yes. Okay. Of course
1: it is. Can't imagine
5: it, being an old maid.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Harriet, how about you? Are you interested in anyone? Has Emma tried to set you up with anyone?
6: I, I do not know, know, perhaps. <laughs> Um, maybe. There may be someone, but...
5: No, no, I'm not in <laughs> There is a right? very eligible bachelor for trying to work on
1: it. Oh, what's his name?
5: <laughs> his name is Mr. Elton. Okay. He's really lovely. Mm-hmm. And very charming, very handsome.
1: <laughs> Are you interested in Mr. Elton?
5: I think he's a very nice man. He's much too good for me, though. Not I'm at so. all, dear. Yeah. You underestimate yourself. If you say
6: so.
1: Now, I don't know if you know, if either of you know this, but you both have quite a reputation. Um really? Yeah, there's been books and plays written about you from everyone, from Jane Austen to playwright Michael Bloom. Um, Interesting. Emma, the encyclopedia describes you as rather spoiled, headstrong, and self-satisfied. How do you react to such bold claims?
5: I'm quite surprised. I, I consider myself to be very helpful to other people. I am um, sincere, and I... I'm good to the poor. I I don't know. I'm just I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so surprised.
1: I wouldn't trust what they write in the encyclopedia. No.
5: Well, I don't think any of them spent any time with me. So how can they know me?
1: <laughs> good point. Miss Woodhouse
5: is nothing like all those things. She's very gracious and lovely. Thank you, dear. Aww. <laughs> As are you.
1: Well, Thank there you. you. Go. Harriet, <laughs> I heard from Miss Austen that you grew up in boarding school your whole life and that little is known about who your real father is. Uh, if you're comfortable talking about this, um, could you tell me a little bit about growing up in that sort of environment
6: well i I don't know who my family is I've always grown up at Miss Goddard' school and I'm most, by now I'm older than most of the girls there but because I don't have a family I'm staying on to take care of the younger ones and um, no i don't I don't know who my family is all that all that I know is that I was left as a baby on the doorstep of the school with um, sort of people, there's, there's people who are paying for my school, and I don't really know where the money's coming from, but I've got what I need, and all I really have for my childhood is a doll. Her name's Elizabeth, and she's got a blue dress, <laughs> and her hair is like yellow straw, and she has green ribbons in her hair, and so that reminds me of my family. It makes me makes me feel loved, but I don't really know anything else.
1: It's beautiful. Emma, what was growing up for you like?
5: Um, growing up was... Always an adventure. Uh, Miss Taylor became my mother in a sense, but also my friend as well. I spent a lot of time with my father, who he is a wonderful man, and I love him very much. But he's a bit uh, of a hypochondriac, so (laughs) Miss Taylor and I have had uh, many interesting experiences trying to convince him to let us go outside or <laughs> keep the windows open and all such things. But yes, my, my childhood was was wonderful. My, my sister, my older sister Isabella, got married a few years ago um, to uh, Mr. Knightley's brother. Um, the Knightleys have been really closely attached to our family. Uh, uh, Mr. George Knightley, he is very closely connected to my father um, and helps him with matters of business. And so he's uh, near our house most days, but he's always scolding me, and I don't understand why.
1: George Knightley, he's pretty handsome, is he not?
5: <laughs> he may be handsome, but that's about all that's going. <laughs> <by him>. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a wonderful man, and he is a dear friend of mine. But uh, he's frustrating. He, uh, everyone else, always praises my incredible ideas and all of uh, the help that I'm trying to give to other people, but he. He never seems satisfied in anything that I do. So.
1: So the two of you seem to get along pretty well. So oh, do yes. Do <laughs> you ever fight? Oh,
5: No, not, no, at, all. not at all. No, no, no. Huh. Yeah, there, there are moments when, you know, I have to counsel Harriet in uh, keeping her fingers out of her mouth <laughs> and certain things like that. I'm just trying to make her uh, more ladylike and more appealing because we do want to get her the best husband as possible. She's teaching me a lot.
1: Interesting. Okay. Well, why don't you guys end with? Um, I know this won't be a problem for Harriet, but maybe, maybe more of a problem for Emma. But why don't you each take a turn saying one thing that you like about the other person?
6: Should I go first? Yes, right. Um, what I like about Miss Woodhouse, I like just one thing. Am I limited?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> y- why don't you pick your favorite?
6: My favorite.
1: Yeah.
6: I th- I like that she is willing to be my friend even though I don't really have a family and I don't really come from anywhere and she's willing to to bring herself down to my level and teach me so I can be <laughs> like her. I
1: like that. Nice. Emma, what do you like about Harriet?
5: I adore Harriet Smith. I adore her charm and her incredible manners. Uh, for growing up in a boarding school, she always surprises me. Uh, and I just... I enjoy her friendship, and I enjoy her, her laugh. <laughs> um, not the schoolgirl giggle, but... Working on it. Working. But yes, she is a lovely woman, and I am very pleased to call her my friend.
1: Thanks so much for taking time to talk to me. You're very welcome, Thank sir. Thank
5: you, Mr. Delaney.
6: Ah!
1: <sighs> uh, and that's the hunkering process. You just, yes. you just heard it.
5: Just cast off. And back to normal. (laughs) Wonderful. The hardest thing is always getting out of the accent. Mm -hmm. Anytime I walk in the theater, it's like, whoa. I found myself talking to girls from my dorm saying,
6: oh, how are you doing today?
4: What are Uh, you you doing?
5: (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Where are you from again? (laughs)
1: Oh, that's great. In an interesting turn of events that may or may not parallel the play, both of you are getting married this summer, is that correct?
5: Uh, Not this summer, but next summer. Next summer. For me, it's this summer.
1: Shelby's getting married this summer, and Danielle's getting married next summer. Woot. That's very exciting. Do um, you want to give a shout out to anyone?
5: <laughs> as in like... As in your significant other. My others? significant other uh, is uh, Christopher Simons and he is a grad from Trinity Western a couple of years ago. He was in the theater department as well. Um, yeah, I he's a wonderful man and I am so thankful to marry him one day soon. <laughs> seems far away now but... Um, but yeah, he's so incredibly supportive, and uh, both uh, Shelby and I talk often about how we never get to see the people that we love because uh, we are always trapped yeah. in the theater. But um, yeah, he's just an incredible support to me, and um, is always so encouraging in uh, the things that I'm doing with theater, and, and maybe not so much the accent, kind of drives me crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's alright. You even think it's sexy? Uh, no, not quite. <laughs> But yeah, so that's my man. He's pretty
6: great. Shelby. Uh, my significant other is Tyler Dumoulin, and he's he's um, second year in the music department right now, and he's one He wrote
1: them. he wrote our theme song, man. Yes, he
6: did. <laughs> did. Love that guy. Yeah, he's pretty proud of himself. He's <laughs> yeah, he's in composition. He actually wrote a song for our wedding that oh. I'm walking down to the aisle too. So keep saying, you've got the dress, I get the song. <laughs> but yeah.
1: It's adorable. So
6: I'm very, I'm very thankful for him. He's got a lot of patience with me, because I'm never around. And when I am, he's really good about making sure that I get enough rest and take care of myself, which is
5: amazing, because I'm bad at doing that for myself. <laughs> cool. yes. Yeah, The hardest thing is just slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you guys want to talk at all about what it's like to be engaged to someone and be, you know, in relationships kissing other men on stage. <laughs> How's that? Is that difficult?
5: Um, like, I think it's always a challenge. Like, I think it's hard to, like, even though Chris has gone through theater and, and knows, like, you know, what happens on stage is, is theater and not real life and stuff. It's it's still hard. It's still hard to see somebody that you care about being intimate or affectionate with somebody else. And um, So, yeah, we've had a lot of talks about it, and it's never easy, but I think... Just with strong communication and trust, like that's important. Mm. And the instances where I've had to do stage kisses or kisses in scenes, like I have trusted the men that I'm working mm. with, and and we talk openly and and are on the same page. And yeah, it's just about being clear and being intentional. And you got that for you. It's not a big deal. <laughs>
2: cool.
5: Yeah, it's all it's all trust for for me and
6: Tyler. And He's not in theater, so he's shockingly um understanding about about what my art entails and like what um, what the reality of it is i guess so he's he's able to see um, no this is this is not real what's happening on stage right now this is this is not something I need to worry about, but um if he wasn't okay with it, I don't think that I would do it, mm. so I mean, yeah, obviously it's not like. Yay, I get to see my girlfriend kiss another dude yeah. now. This is awesome. It's like,
3: <laughs> but yeah, it's just kind of,
6: it's, it's a reality and it's something that, you know, just kind of happens. And yeah, I, I don't know if I could be as understanding as him. It's, it would be difficult for me, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Thanks for sharing, guys.
5: You're very welcome.
1: Thank you for stopping by. It's been so lovely to have the both of you here in the TW Hub. Thank you dearly for sharing your time and talents with us. Yes.
5: You're welcome. Hi, yes. Hope to see everyone at the show. Please come. <laughs> <laughs> be great.
1: Both Danielle and Shelby, Emma and Harriet have been with me here live in the T-Dub Hub. Their play Emma, directed by Aaron Caleb, opens March 13, 2013. Woo. Preview is only $8. Get your tickets online or by emailing the box office, twboxoffice at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Our intro music was written and recorded by Tyler Dumoulin. You can find him at his blog, tylerdumoulin.wordpress.com. Our outro music was written by Josh Dower. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash dower. The song The Bees by Two or Three is copyright Andrew Harback 2013 and appears by permission. Sorry Danny can not be with us today with the Spartan Update. He was away at a tournament. We'll hear more from Danny next week. We want to hear from you. Do you have any rants about Trinity Western University? Do you have any music you'd like us to feature? Do you have any ideas for new segments? Or just reactions to anything that you've heard on the program? Email us at tdubhub at gmail.com. For any more information about anything you heard, be sure to visit our blog, tdubhub.blogspot.ca. Thanks for listening. Peace and love from the Tdubhub.